Iwi Māori from across the country are set to descend onto Tūrangawaiwai Marae this Saturday. The hui organised by Kingitu Heitia was called after concerns were raised about the coalition government's plans for Māori. Thousands are expected to attend. It is hoped a unified response to government policies on the use of te reo Māori and treaty issues can be worked out. Last week, Waikato Tainui filed a claim with the High Court arguing government policies pulling back on Māori language use in the public sector were breaching its treaty settlement. Those policies are part of the coalition agreement between National Act and New Zealand First. Shane Jones is the deputy leader of New Zealand First and joins me now. Morena. Yora, morning, folks. Tell me, are you in support of this hui? Oh, look, this hui called by the Māori King um, follows a tradition of having big meetings there. Forty years ago, there was a meeting called by the uh, Christian Council of Churches in 1984. I think David Longley might have gone to it. I can't quite remember. But uh, and there was a huge hui in the 1980s, once MMP. Of course, that's the hui where the uh, MMP Royal Commission committee uh, observed that uh, there'd come a time where the Māori seat should no longer exist. So having hui at Tūranga Waiwai is not unusual. What's um, strange about this one is that it's gathered a sense of some sort of emergency crisis meeting for all the iwi leaders, and virtually none of them have read the coalition agreement. So I'm just worried that it'll turn into a monumental moan session. So would that imply you're not in support of this hui happening? No, I can't stop any individual Māori, hapu or iwi doing um, uh, lawful gatherings, but I'm not going to tolerate uh, hotheads who haven't read the coalition agreement uh, undermining the democratic, legitimate mandate of our government, in particular uh, my leader, to advance the kaupapa, the proposals that we took to the people. It seems quite presumptuous that to say that they haven't read the coalition agreement. Well, I can only go by the rhetoric that's been spouted in the media. It's uh, not uh, Tuku Morgan, this modern modern cultural Godzilla, obviously hasn't read the coalition agreement because he's making all sorts of assertions in a court case, which in my view is meritless, that uh, are inversely related to what um, the coalition agreement says. Well, people might say that they have read the coalition agreement and their perception is that what you have outlined in the, in the policy statements are divisive rhetoric. Well, what the country voted for was a revamp and a reset, and a reset's on the way. And transitions are always awkward, but there is nothing in the coalition agreement that negates, delegitimizes, or indeed outlaws the Māori language. We are so you don't think economic... that removing its use in, in the public sector undermines its use? Uh, the uh, utilisation of the language in the public sector goes right back to the days of the creation of the Māori Language Act. What we're, what we're focused on is ensuring that when the language is used, 5.2 million New Zealanders knows what it means. Communication is essential. There's a lot of uh, catastrophization about the language. The place where the language exists and can grow from strength to strength is at the kitchen table and the hearts and minds of the people, not in KPIs with bureaucrats, far too many of whom we happen to have. So you don't think that if you were to think about uh, your your rights, your language, 
a lot of the things that were agreed upon hundreds of years ago to be stripped back and that that wouldn't upset you and, and be considered as divisive? Uh, there is nothing that is being proposed that is stripping the language back in. You're speaking to a 64-year-old who speaks a language as good as any member of the Māori race, probably better than the majority. That's why I dismiss these fanciful rhetorical claims that uh, Godzilla Tuku is tossing about in the High Court, and they'll be dismissed in short order. Do you think that public sector using Tideo names actually puts it in a place where those conversations can be had around the dinner table, where people can discuss what they mean and how they learn to understand Tideo Māori? Look, I don't want to say anything that deprecates the language, obviously. It's a key feature of how I grew up, of my church. When we but the policies are, are implying that you might be trying to do that. No, but you see, that's my point. You can't, you can't breathe life into a language just by making bureaucrats talk the language. You have to ensure that the language is embraced and accepted as a legitimate part of people's lives. And you can't just deliver edicts as Labour did over the last three years and get people who often don't have good hearing, myself included, of my generation and suddenly turn them into culture vultures. That's why the country has voted for change. So what's the way forward? How do you get the country that voted for change all on board? I think the vast majority of the country are very confident and willing to give the government a go. I mean, uh, redressing some of the excesses like the name Oranga Tamariki which is inversely related to the quality of outcomes for Māori children in state care I think that's only a tiny, tiny minority feature of the government's programme we've got a large programme in respect of social development, economic restructuring, infrastructure and people should just I think observe uh, a period of uh, respect and enable the government to get on with its program. People, I mean, we've got a democratic legitimacy. Yes, there is that. But people didn't vote for the individual coalition agreements that you've all signed off. They were created behind closed doors with very little insight as to what was going to happen. And now you've got a group of people who feel severely undermined by what has been decided. Well, Charlotte... Democracy works on the basis of a party having a manifesto. Every single New Zealander had an opportunity to read the manifestos of the parties and vote accordingly. It is from those manifestos that coalition agreements were cobbled together. So you're wrong, and indeed, the troublemakers stirring dissent at Tūranga Waiwai are wrong to say that our coalition agreements are unrelated to what people voted for. Tēnākui, thank you very much, uh, Shane Jones. That's the Deputy Leader of New Zealand First speaking about the hui that will be at Te Rangawaiwai Marae this Saturday. It's 19 minutes to 8 on Morning Report.